Hey friends, welcome to a, another episode of R&R. These short episodes come out on Friday and they're designed to give you some rest and relaxation as you go into your weekend and you'll either get Rachel or Robin. And today, of course, this is Robin and thanks for joining me. I'm going to start my time with you today by giving you a quick update Today, as I record this, is day six, plus six post-transplant. For those of you who are following along with um, the story of my son's bone marrow transplant, which happened um, last week. By the time you hear this, it'll be plus day eight or nine or whenever you listen to it. So uh, what I want you to know is how he's doing in this moment. And I say in this moment because things change really quickly in this world. So as of now, uh, he is exactly where he's supposed to be. Yesterday, I have to admit, I was a little, mm, what's the word, sad, sad just because he was suffering with like extreme nausea and these pounding headaches. And the doctor who uh, we have this week is so upbeat and positive. And she came in and uh, she just explained to me that this is the struggle bus of transplant. And he just has to take the ride. And I asked her point blank, looking her in the eyes, if she was worried about anything. And she assured me she wasn't, that everything that Matt is experiencing is normal. So I just say that to let you know that he's right on track. Uh, There are hard days. There are hard moments. But uh, thank you for your prayers. Your prayers are huge to us. Your messages of encouragement, even if I can't get back to each one of you, please know that I read them and that they are so meaningful to us. I sit beside Matthew's bed and I read them to him as well. So we thank you for your prayers. We trust that you know how much you mean to us. Uh, As I've said before, when I look at my team mat bracelet that uh, circles my arm, I think about this strong army of people that are praying for us and circling us and just enveloping us in your love and in God's love. So thank you so much for that. So one of the things that helps me uh, as I navigate this whole situation. And we talk about this a lot on the podcast. I want to unpack it a little bit more today. And that is, how do you stay with what is instead of what if? And I know that this is important for all of us. And I think that the situation that we're in currently, when I say we, I mean our family, like we do know because they've had to outline for us at length and in detail, all the things that can go wrong with this process and with Matt's body Etc. And so, honestly, it is sometimes tempting in a weird way to sit there and start asking myself, is this happening? Is that happening? Do I see that? Oh, what about that? Oh, I forgot they said that could happen. And I find myself going down this rabbit hole with, uh, with what ifs rather than staying with what is. Because uh, the world that we live in with Matt right now is fragile, fragile. Uh, In fact, yesterday, Rachel posted something for me that I had written the previous afternoon. And even by the time that she posted it, and even by the time Rachel was able to post it, it almost felt like it was out of date. I wrote it at this very calm and peaceful moment. And by the time it actually hit social media, it felt as if like the world had unraveled a little bit. And so the world is fragile from one minute to the next. I never know what to expect. And I think that as I pondered this, I thought, you know, everything is okay until it isn't. 
But that isn't unique to my life and my situation. Really, that's the battle for all of us, right? That everything is okay with our life until it isn't. So for you, that might be a conflict in a relationship that surprises you, or it might be that your boss calls you and gives you the what for because of a lack of performance or a lack of quality of performance or a disagreement that you just have with your, with your boss. It might be that surprisingly you find out that you've be, been betrayed by someone that you love, or you might get that phone call and the health crisis strikes you Or it might be that your kids aren't going to back to school in the fall and you are worried with how is that going to look for the 300 school days ahead. So whatever your situation is, from the little things to the big things, everything in life is okay until it isn't. But you know what? We don't know when that will happen. And so that's why it's really important to just stay with today, to stay present, to stay with what is rather than uh, what if. And I understand it is easy to go down that rabbit hole uh, with the what if. But just think about it. If you just played that what if game all the way out, and I used to do this, like worrying about things like, okay, what if... Um, when I was a stay-at-home mom. What if Tom loses his job and we can't find another one? Well, I guess then I would have to, we'd have to maybe move home and live with our parents and blah, 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 blah. And I used to play that what-if game all the way out to the end. And even though the end was never that terrible, uh, I would recommend not playing the what-if game, but trying to stay present. And one of the ways that we can do that is to really just stop and be present with our breath. And I would just ask you, in this moment, are you okay? And if you're breathing, guess what? You're okay. So let's just stop and take a deep breath to help us stay with what is instead of what if. Another thing I would encourage us all to do, and again, guys, I am speaking to the choir here. I'm preaching to the choir because these are lessons that I'm trying to learn for my own emotional, spiritual, and physical health. But one thing that I will say is that we just have to realize that we have a choice. We don't have to let our mind go to the what if. We really don't. And so whatever works for you to help your mind stay present, again, if it's focusing on your breathing, great. If it's focusing on like going on a walk, and sometimes I do this, and I try to just be attentive to the sounds, like if it's even hearing the wind blow or the birds chirping or the frogs croaking, just really being present to listen to even the traffic and things like that, the airplane that goes above your head. Focus on something that keeps you in the present. And the biggest thing I would say is, again, to focus on the things, the blessings of our life. Obviously, fear wants to take over. It's one of the strongest emotions. And I think God knew that, which is why he talks so much about fear. And we shouldn't be surprised by our fear. But also the Bible talks a lot about our heart being full of gratitude. So I'm going to encourage you today when you find fear of the what if creeping in your life, that you really stop and focus on the things that you can be thankful for. And it's nothing new. I grew up all the time with my mom saying, count your blessings, Robin, count your blessings. And of all the wise advice that she gave me, that is some of the soundest and most meaningful. 
because to do that helps us to stay with what is and all the ways that God has blessed us. So again, being thankful for our breath, being thankful for this day that we woke up for the day ahead. But also I have to say that sometimes when I'm really struggling to stay with what is instead of what if, I have to stop and I have to remember what has been. And I have to just look back on all of God's faithfulness and all the ways that not just has he been faithful to me, but the ways, the amazing ways that he has always been faithful to his people. Our God is a God of reconciliation. He's a God who's always fought for his people. Even way back in the days of Moses, God was working a plan. He was using ordinary people like you and me and Moses, an imperfect man, to free his people, the people that he loved, from the slavery of their sin and the slavery that separates us being his people from him. And not only did God deliver his people to the promised land, but he's continued to fight for us, to provide for us, to always make a way back to him for us, which also reminds me that our greatest need is always him and more of him. And what greater way to think about how, what he's done for us than to think about the sacrifice that was made for each of us on the cross. And because of that, that even in our toughest days, even when the what is, is really hard and difficult, that we as Christ followers know how the story ends. We know that his work on the cross is finished. We know that we are children of God. We know that he is a loving father who has a loving plan. And on my most difficult days, I remember that that sacrifice on the cross is something that's very personal. And I can look back on my life and see all the ways that God has been faithful, all the millions of ways that he provides for us, that he loves us, even in the most difficult of times, whatever that looks like for you today. So I'd encourage us all just to remember that God is good. He is with us and he goes before us. And because all of that, we can stay with what is instead of what if. I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for listening, friend. Thanks for following our journey. Hey, friend. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We're honored that you're sharing your day with us. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. That way you get a notification when new episodes are released. And hey, we'd love for you to share this podcast with your friends and family. So make sure you do that. And remember, whatever you're going through, there's always enough grace for you today. So be sure to give it to yourself. Thank you.